Jackson to Flowers. He dives. The ball came out. It's recovered by Kansas City. Did the ball come out before he broke the plane? I think you're right. They're calling it a touchback and recovery on the field. Now, back to Bet MGM tonight. Here are Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. You know, I know when you fumble at the goal line like that, Zay Flowers getting a lot of crap also was really the only one doing anything for the Ravens offensively. But let's be honest, that was Legereus Sneed just making a great play with a great effort from Zay Flowers trying to stretch his way into the end zone. That's why it's risky, though, when you outstretch like that and you're sitting there thinking, all right, I think I can get in there. Guy comes in, punches it out. It changes the whole dynamic of the game. Yeah, like Snoop Huntley the season before, mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah. for my Ravens, and it all goes <laughs> to hell. But I, I called it on Tuesday. I said, I'm going to stick with my Ravens prediction that they're going to the Super Bowl, but I know how this ends. Mm-hmm. Mahomes wins, Kelsey wins, then Kelsey rides off into the sunset, and everybody's like, he's not. He's under contract till 2026. Yeah, well, Tom Brady said he was going to play football till he was 50 years old. Things change when you go on vacation for a couple months and you're in your mid-30s for Tom Brady, late 40s. You know what I mean? Or if you're on vacation with and Taylor you're touring Sw- with yeah, Taylor Swift. Exactly. And you're in the back of that RV. Yeah. Getting yeah. busy. Yeah, that too. Who knows? Maybe there will be little... Swifties running around, swellsies. There are there is there is a market up in Canada, I think, now for a Kelsey Swift proposal at the Super Bowl. I might cross the border. You might cross the border just for that, huh? (laughs) Head to Detroit for for a night, check out the Pistons, and then go right to shoot up to Canada. There you go. Just to place that uh, award. I'm gonna need off on Wednesday and Thursday. (laughs) I gotta be honest. Yeah, I'm tired of the Chiefs. I really want to see the Ravens get there. Um, We know now that the conspiracy theory of Super Bowl logo and teams playing is dead. Uh, and so are the hopes of all Ravens fans in Baltimore and everywhere else. Jeremy Kahn jumps on with us, mm-hmm. co-host of the Big Bad Morning Show, 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. I'm just going to keep this simple with you, man. I know it's been a tough day for everyone in that fan base. Uh, what the hell happened? God, what did happen? I mean, it, it feels <laughs> like it went by so fast. And um, Look, I have such an issue with the offense and how things were called. and It was death by a thousand paper cuts on the first two drives, and you were wondering what Mike McDonald was doing, running a man defense and kind of letting Kelsey do his little option route and work things over. I thought Kyle Hamilton played his tail off, uh, even on the touchdown catch. Um, you know, some fans want to blame the refs. I'm not one of those guys. Uh, but it was it's just – it's tough, man. I, I, I guess I feel like uh, Michael um, Michael Keaton in uh, – or was it Michael Douglas? I'm sorry. And falling down. You remember when he just wanted breakfast and it was 10:01 and yeah. he just goes on this rampage? It's that kind of anger. Like, come on, it's you feel like you had the best team in football and they're not going to the game, and it's just like it's just it stinks because this was a special team from an offense and defensive standpoint. If you look at some of the analytics. Yeah, no, you're right. And you talk about not wanting to blame the refs. Really, who should be blamed are you know the players who are committing penalties after penalties. It just kept feeling like the Ravens were getting into their own way, which happens so many times, Jeremy, when you play the Chiefs. Is that a thing, do you think, that happens because a team is so afraid of what Pat Mahomes can do in a minute or two minutes' time or even 13 seconds' time? Is it just like discipline goes out the window when you just hate the Chiefs? Like, What do you think causes teams to lose their damn mind when they play Kansas City? I just think they flinch, right? It's like... You know, you even see it with teams going forward early. The, the Chiefs have done it so much and had success with it, and they're running plays where guys are wide open, and you're running plays wondering where the heck is everybody. But I think they kind of carried that with them in the postseason now. Remember the big narratives like uh, 
Pat Mahomes hasn't gone on the road in the postseason. And, oh, my God, it's so difficult when this guy's pretty much done everything he can do in the league already. So, you know, and then there was some uh, some interesting stuff before the game. There was a little bit of trash talking going on. Um, you saw the shove from Millette and some of the things that happened there with the chirping. Uh, Justin Tucker talked about the, the incident with Kelsey and Mahomes where he thought it was kind of joking, but it never happened before. And I don't know. It was like it was kind of strange to see some of that stuff, but it got really chippy and the trash talk picked up big time. And I think people were reacting to Kelsey. Kelsey kind of got the pot stirred there and, those guys, I mean, they fell victim to it. So I don't think they have anybody to blame but themselves. Yeah, Lamar didn't play very well, obviously. But also, I thought Todd Munkin was really bad yesterday. It was almost like if Greg Roman was the offensive coordinator for once, it might have worked out because it should have been like more heavy sets, run it, Kansas City. Instead, uh, they had Lamar drop back a ton. What do you make of that? I mean, Lamar had eight carries, but Gus Edwards only had three carries for 20 yards, was averaging six yards per carry. Justice Hill only three for three. They didn't really run the ball against Kansas City for whatever reason. It felt like they were kind of like pressing and pushing in the second half, and it's not like that game was a blowout. Yeah, I don't know why this happens. All It feels like it happens all the time to the Ravens, at least, but in the postseason where you know you're going to run into stacked boxes. You see it every damn week. Yeah. So why all of a sudden do you flinch in the postseason and I'll go, we're going to show them, we're going to throw the football down the field. And to be honest with you, like, I mean, I want to see the All-22 and go back and watch it. I was watching it in the bar filled with people losing their mind at every turn. <laughs> I mean, they cheered at every flag, not knowing which team it was on yet. It was driving insane. But, uh, but no, it's just it's kind of weird to, to see how everything unfolded in that game. And you're like, uh, as the time's going by, you're like, wait a minute, where's the run game? Why haven't they handed the ball off to anyone? Yeah, it's so strange, and the numbers are so far off the charts removed. I mean, this is this is the best running team in the league by far, in my opinion, year after year, and and it's just so strange that that's all you had. And I even think part of it's on Lamar when he could have taken off and ran quite a few times when he dropped back to pass. Jeremy, I'm going to ask you to get into Lamar Jackson's head, so this is all speculation when I ask this, but we're going to play that game anyway. There was a lot of conversation, especially towards the end of the year, from Lamar about how he was only thinking about a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Again, he's locked in, felt like he was somebody that was really focused on the goal. I think everybody could be happy about that. But do you think that there is a chance that maybe he got into his own head a little bit too much in this game? I, mean, I think that happens quite a bit, and that's mm-hmm. been one of the big things for him is that um, you know, I, I feel like there's a little bit of a chip on his shoulder where he wants to show everybody else that he can be a passer and he is a quarterback and he's not a running back and he can be more quarterbacky or whatever. We had a lot of fun with that this year. But, you know, it's just it's a matter of looking at the situation and saying, okay, do we see um, a pattern here? Is he doing a lot of the same things over and over again? Because, you know, I kept saying, if not now, when? Because, you know, you've got Cincinnati was down with the injury to Joe Burrow. I'm sure he's going to be back next year. The Steelers are going to look to fix some of their issues. Um, God knows what the Browns are going to do, but, you know, like there's talent there. So, and, and the rest of the AFC is getting better. you got Harbaugh out there and uh, taking one of the front office people and Joe Ortiz, who we think the world of here, out to the Chargers, and that's going to be great. So there's a lot more battles for him. So if not now, when? And we saw them kind of fold under the pressure and like hats off the spags for whatever they were doing, but yeah. that didn't look like the Ravens offense I watched all year. Well, good news is that Todd Munkin's probably not getting a head coaching job, so <laughs> there's <laughs> there's that. Um, what do you think about OBJ next year on this team? You think he's going to be back? Uh, he was kind of on a milk carton last night. Boy, he's dusty. Oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I like watching him the past couple weeks. There's like no separation. And the weird thing is when Lamar, if you go back and watch when Lamar throws the pick, 
uh, in the end zone, and he was hoping for a pass interference call or whatever he was talking about. But, um, you know, if you watch that play, that's actually the one player Beckham runs a beautiful in route, and he's wide open. Um, and maybe part of it's because the other defender went to break off of the ball once it was thrown, but I still feel like he had a nice little route there. But we just didn't see him get open, and I, I don't know if it's something with the passing game. It doesn't seem like Rashad Bateman's happy here. Um, and we'll see. I mean, they had an amazing game, and it's just some terrible luck with – I, I mean, I like the way Nick put it. I mean, you got two guys making a play, and one was just a little bit better than the other in that play. So I, I don't know how I'm mad at anyone, but it's just frustrating. Yeah, I think they need to get Lamar. I mean, I know we were all excited about the weapons this year, but it, again, it was like the corpse of Odell Beckham Jr. and a bunch of young guys. I mean, they probably aren't going to be able to go after like a T. Higgins, but I would love to see Lamar with like a legit number one wide receiver. I think Mike he, Evans. Yeah. yeah, Mike Evans. I think he is good enough, but. What's uh what's the conversation like today in Baltimore locally? Are there people starting to question like can Lamar win the big game? I, I think that'll come up this week. I think a lot of it was anger at the refs, anger at the turnovers. You know, the, the narrative already been written about the uh, about Sean Smith coming down here to rep this game and how the road teams have won, but nobody went to look that eight of those road teams were favored and you know it's just it, a lot of nonsense. There were missed calls on both sides, so I think there was a lot of that talk, and it's just frustration because. You know, fans had their um, their minds made up. They were going to the Super Bowl. I mean, I really felt like they were too. This again, when you watch this team and just how dominant they were over the hell the teams that were left in the playoffs. I mean, what they did to the Lions and 49ers was just ridiculous this year. So um, it sucks that they're not going to be there, and this team's going to look vastly different. They might have four new offensive linemen if things get changed, and uh, you know they got to make a decision. Patrick Queen's more than likely gone. They franchise Matt Abike and. Um, Geno Stone, who had all the interceptions early, he's probably walking. So there'll be a lot of changes, and I don't think Odell Beckham's back, just to go back to the original part of it. So I think there's a lot of moving parts here with the uh, with the Ravens, and they're going to have to look at the wide receivers. I mean, hell, Nelson Aguilar was getting more targets than, than Odell Beckham. Talking to Jeremy Kahn, BetMGM tonight. So where are you on the Zay Flowers fumble at the goal line? More of a luxurious sneak, great play, or maybe a little too risky reaching that far out from the end zone? Yeah, no, I think it's a great play. Like, you know... There's so many times in sports, and we don't want to hear it. You know, both guys are trying. It's the old, hey, that's the homer calling the game for the team, and anything goes wrong, and, oh, both guys are trying. But that's really one of those where he just made a better play. I mean, we're talking about a fraction of a second because anytime we get down there near the goal line, like any player, if if you've ever played football and you know all it has to do is touch the front end of that, the white line right there, and you get any part of it over. So everybody tries to make that dive and make that play. I got no issue with it. Um, the taunting call, to me, that's – they could have called a bunch of taunting calls in the game. It sucks that it happened there, but he taunted them. So, I don't know. You know, it's just kind of crazy. But I feel bad for Zay, and then he punches the, the bench over there and cuts up his hand. So, um, yeah, just a really weird game. I, I don't think we've really uh, – I don't want to say recovered, but even realized that what just happened. It feels strange, man. Well, I think the only reason that he was taunting him is because his leg was being grabbed after he made yeah. that catch, and he was trying to kick him off of him, and he stared stared at him on the ground like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I don't even know if I would consider that to be taunting, Jeremy. Uh, I'm curious because we, I think we kind of are aligned here in that the Chiefs are just annoying. Uh, maybe it's just me. I, <laughs> it feels like they, they are the new Patriots. What do you think? Yeah, man, I'm a pig. I only like dynasties when they're my teams. I hate everyone else's. And de- depending on what you consider a dynasty, I mean, this has been domination in the AFC. And as much as I love seeing Pat Mahomes out there, which it, I don't. I mean, I just think the guy's special. 
But, oh, man, this is frustrating. It's it's time after time. We kind of had that conversation because I feel like there were a lot of guys, like I was a Charles Barkley guy. I was like, man, he never won the big one, or did he just play in that Michael Jordan era and was running into bad luck, you know? Um, it's it's kind of tough. But, yeah, I, I, I don't like the Chiefs. I hated the Patriots. Um, yeah, I, Andy Reid, the motto, Mahomes, all that stuff, it can all go away as far as I'm concerned. Oh, actually, really? So what's your pick uh, for the Super Bowl? I'm sure we'll probably talk with you uh, before before the two weeks are up and we preview this game for the next 150,000 <laughs> hours. But right, right now you got the Niners one-and-a-half-point favorites, which I think is shocking to some people. Total at 47-and-a-half. Anything you like with the side or total or maybe a player prop that you're going to look at or Super Bowl MVP or anything like that? Yeah, man, I'm going to dive into all this stuff because I really don't yeah. know where I'm going with the game. Some of the things I was reading you know, about the books needing um, – the Chiefs because they have so many Niners futures and I could totally understand that being the case seeing the line drop right away after it came out and I, like things were kind of interesting to me and I want to see the matchups because the 49ers defense it hasn't been good for a while now like yeah. it's been it's been suspect and um, you know if there's one guy that can go out there get some of those calls and do some magic it's that number 15 man who got I like and we didn't even get to him <laughs> so awesome. the Ravens had led the league in sacks or right up there at the top and they didn't get one against Houston they made life miserable for him and then now this week couldn't even get to him so uh man yeah I, I I'd probably lean Chiefs right now if you force me to pick um you know it's going to be really difficult and, and it's hard to get away from the quarterbacks with MVPs but we've seen that uh, we don't talk MVP with San Francisco we talk about everybody else but Purdy so uh, and I god bless it I love Debo so it's going to be hard to get away from some of those guys I'm sure McCaffrey's anytime TD's numbers are going to be through the roof because he scores every damn game. So, um, But, yeah, I'll, I'll have some stuff ready, maybe some cross-sport props, which I love to bet those. Jeremy, we know the real question is, though, is there a chance Taylor Swift actually performs with Usher at halftime? Come on now. She's Ooh, well, she's in Tokyo the night before, right? Yeah, yeah, so, but she's got a private jet. Come on, she flies everywhere. She could make it easily. She, yeah, but she can't. She can't stress out the voice. No, not she's on got tour. commitment well, to the all... Swifties, <laughs> not to the yeah, we Brad's and Chad's. Here. Get ready. If she ever comes to town, was that we we had the meme? She was hanging out at Chaps Pit Beef and down there near the Gold Club, and you know she was all over the place. Getting she's at the Fudgery. You know, people had all kinds of pictures of her and memes of her it got it's just so much i know i don't i think at one point during the game she said please get the camera off me <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the nfl's so, gonna capitalize it on as much as they can but you're right yeah i saw those memes it was all like everything in baltimore and annapolis businesses were just like doing bad photoshops over there everybody's gonna capitalize it on best they can and then take the algorithms and her name and then it, everybody shows up everywhere <laughs> jeremy con 1057 the fan great to talk to you again buddy Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, there were like three places like near where I live that did the same bit. It was like, hey, here's Taylor Swift in the parking lot. And obviously it's a joke and it's like a bad Photoshop. But that became the bit for everybody is that she was in Baltimore and the surrounding area. And there you go. There's all kinds of Photoshops. Of Taylor Man. Swift going around. I mean, it's going to be. Let the girl live her life. Yeah, well, you know, you know, here's the thing. Go support no, her man, you know. No, you don't get you don't get to show up at a game like this in a press box and go down on the field and celebrate an AFC championship and then say, let me just live my life. It's the South Park episode with Prince Henry and what's her face where they're just like, leave us alone. Let us live our lives. And then they're going out and constantly in public nope. places. You don't get to have it both ways. She's just trying to cheer on her man. He just happens to be the best tight end ever who just broke Jerry Rice's freaking record, by the way. Can I get a hallelujah? (laughs) Hallelujah. Was this the peak for the Lions, or can they actually build on the momentum heading into the offseason? I'm Jim the Knight.